Good morning to all. Yeah, as uh, John said, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, two more of the disciples, James and John, the son of Zebedee. And um, when John was speaking about uh, two weeks ago, he meant about uh, a set of uh, fishermen. And uh, we're going to be reflecting a bit on that uh, today as um, the son of Zebedee's Fishermen and John did indicate uh, some of the techniques uh, used for fishing and uh, the different kind of fish that we learn uh, uh, with him. But more than that, he indicates how uh, Jesus uh, took these fishermen uh, to rather than fishing for fish and to fish for for men and. Um, a thought in, in that we can ponder on would be uh, fishing for fish would be uh, doing something for yourself. But then uh, Jesus, uh, take, take that um, as uh, going beyond doing something for yourself. You, rather than fishing fish for yourself, you would go fishing for men, which is building the kingdom of God. And so uh, for us as uh, disciples of Jesus is uh, we've experienced life uh, as Jesus has given up his life for us, we've received. And uh, Christianity for us in that sense, of course, it is about receiving the grace of God. But more than that, it is also taking the grace of God that we are received and then how we can splash it out uh, to other people, how we can add value um, into other people's lives. I would like to start with a quick thing related to me, uh, which is uh, in a sense uh, that I am doing a temporary job uh, now in in Coventry beside... uh, in time of, of, of YWAM, and basically the motivation is to make money. <laughs> a, and that's why it's, it's, it's really uh, disturbing. Almost all of my life, I have been uh, serving rather as, as a missionary or involved a sort of activity, which is uh, how you can invest in, in, in other people's lives. Before joining YWAM, I was a, a primary school teacher. I didn't really have that experience of working, especially to, to, to make money. And the reason is for us as, as a family, uh, since we've been uh, in a UKS missionary, we've not been able to uh, raise uh, enough funds to meet our, our basic needs. So that led into some, some difficulty. And so I felt it is right for me to um, take a time apart to uh, uh, make some money so that we can pay our debt and then uh, look into do, doing some, some of the things. But, but whenever I go to work, it's, it's like, man, this, this is not used. Like, the, the pure motivation of, of what, what I do is just because I want to make money. And it, it's like those, who, those of you who are working to earn money, it's, it's, I'm not saying that it's, it's bad. But because I've never done something like that uh, before, 
it, it feels like this, this is not me. Right. And so uh, sometimes Christianity for us as, as believers, it could also be as, okay, we come to the church um, and to receive and to consume and to, to take things into ourselves. Uh, but Christianity is more than that. It is, it is opening up. You know, it is doing something that is going to impact people's lives. So the job that, that, that I do is like, oh, what am I doing? Am I really impacting someone's, someone's life? Am I contributing to, 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 to someone's life? Or is it, okay, I just want to make money to, to, uh, to meet my needs? And so um, Jesus then, he called these this fishermen, Jim um, uh, and, and his brother, and um, we are going to be looking into who they are uh, as people and, and as family. We will be reflecting a bit as well on uh, their role as uh, people into fishing business. And then uh, we would uh, also see um, the discipleship opportunity that uh, they have had uh, with Jesus. So, um, in in reflecting to this this incident that I feel re- relating to myself is to to have the understanding that discipleship, as we look into the disciples, is to study about their life, but also how can we learn lessons of discipleship for ourselves. So, in that sense, uh, discipleship is also about being in a disposition to help other people, in a disposition to um, make difference in, in people's life. And so uh, James and, uh, and John, as we've said, um, they are the sons of uh, Zebedee. And um, the name of uh, Zebedee, it's um, Zebedaios, um, in the in their original language, and then Zebedee in that sense would mean uh, the gift of Yahweh. And John also uh, his name come from Yohanan. Uh, that was a common Hebrew name and meaning God has been gracious. And the name J- James it's originated from uh, what we know in English as uh, Jacob or Jacobus, which is a great form of the, of the Hebrew word. And so uh, the meaning of Jacobus is um, the, the one who holds the healed or a supplanter. And you remember when uh, uh, Jacob and his brother were, were born, when he was born, he was to the heel of, of his brother. So that's um, the meaning of uh, the name Jacob. Um, that uh, James derived from. And in most cases in a biblical narrative, uh, we see uh, when James and John are mentioned together, uh, usually uh, James is mentioned first. And uh, sometimes John is referred to as the brother of James. And because of those incidents, scholar thinks that uh, James may be the older brother that um, John is 
younger, but we don't have really a, a, like emphatic or clear statement indicating that he's uh, uh, the older brother or John is younger. But tradition does uh, think uh, that way because he is regularly, uh, James was regularly mentioned first. And uh, it's possible that uh, their mother was named uh, Salome. And uh, because uh, there are some uh, Bible uh, verses that uh, refer to certain women following, following Jesus. And so uh, when people try to parallel some of these uh, verses, uh, there is an indicator that uh, the mother of James and um, John would be Salome. In uh, Matthew chapter 27, verse uh, 55 to 56, uh, it says, Many women were also there looking on from a distance. They have followed Jesus from Galilee and have provided for him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. There are a few James uh, in, in, the, in the Bible. So Mary and the mother of James and, and Joseph or Jose uh, is uh, the mother of the sons of Zebedee. And so some of, some of the uh, comparing some of these passages uh, would uh, identify Salome um, in the Bible as uh, referring to uh, the mother of the sons of Zebedee. And in stretching that parallel, it's possible that uh, the uh, mother of the sons of Zebedee is actually related to Mary, the mother of Jesus. And uh, in that sense, he would make uh, James and John being cousins uh, for Jesus. That may as well explain the fact that um, it comes natural for Jesus to select them as uh, his uh, first disciples, uh, probably because he already um, had an, an idea of them. And in that sense, they would also somehow be related to John the Baptist because John the Baptist is related to, to Jesus. And so, um, so uh, there's a bit understanding of their, their, their family life. Uh, if um, Salome is, is then the mother of James and John, and uh, we have the understanding of uh, us, uh, and, uh, there is some clarity as to uh, their family life. Now, uh, moving into uh, from uh, their family life to uh, the second point of them being uh, fishermen, uh, we already indicated earlier that uh, their father, Zebedee, is, uh, is a fisherman. And so James and John would have then been growing up, uh, learning the trade um, from their father and um, Probably uh, they would be visit visiting the villages around um, uh, Galilee, Capernaum, and those are the fishing area. 
Uh, so their understanding, their knowledge would be fish uh, related to those uh, villages. And um, fish or fishing uh, is quite an important uh, activity, as, as John men mentioned it to, to us um, some time ago. And uh, in the Bible, we have quite a lot of references to fish. And so fish is uh, an important part of uh, the diet of, of the people. And so um, some uh, research that indicates that actually people go into riots and people uh, manifest if, for example, uh, some of the fishermen uh, stop fishing to observe some religious um, activity or they could not fish because of religious reason uh, and because people depend so much on on the fish uh, they, they people protest uh, because they don't uh, have access to fish so it is to indicate that um, fishing is really uh, an important industry and um, to even um, bring more emphasis on the importance of uh, the fish. Some of the areas, some of the names um, of the villages are related to, to fish. It's um, apparently uh, the name uh, Bethsaida means house of a fisher or fish veer. Um, then uh, it's also the Mary Magdalene he, she comes from Magdalene. And so the, the name of that village, uh, Magdalene, is also uh, identified in uh, Hebrew writings as uh, Magdalunia, which also means fish tower. And so all of these names that are related to fish, those uh, bring an understanding that how important um, Fish is uh, no wonder why Jesus had fish and chips with uh, his disciples um, after the, the resurrection. The first thing he wanted to have is fish and chips. Um, but uh, in, insisting on the importance of fishing here is really uh, related to the fact that uh, Jem and John this is this is their business. This is what they know. And Jesus come and, and ask them, follow me. And then they, they abandon uh, their fishing business. It's quite a big thing. Uh, and that would come with all sort of questions and all sort of uh, challenges. We're not going to follow this man and... He, he didn't tell us about his bank account, how he's going to sustain us. And now we abandon our business. And how are we going to feed our family? What's going to become of our father? They abandon uh, what uh, they live for to follow uh, the call. And, um, and each one of us, as, as disciple of Jesus, following Jesus is going to cost us something. Sometimes it's going to cost us maybe our relationship with, with family. 
Sometimes it would even cost us our character. Sometimes it costs something. To, to follow Jesus is, is not cheap. And, uh, but what we gain by following Jesus is priceless. It, it is eternity. And this is evident in, in the life of, of James and John. And when they abandoned that important business of fishing, they've never regretted. And we can see it even from, from the way that uh, they finished the rest of their life. They understood that it was a, an important business, but they never returned to it because what they gained by following Jesus is far more important than remaining in in, in a business of, of fishing. So if you've given up, if uh, following Jesus has, has cost you something, if following Jesus has maybe uh, restricted um, your circle of friendship or isolate you from um, uh, the rest of your families, and each one of, of us can, can identify with, with something like that. But what we gain by uh, becoming the disciple of Jesus, there is nothing that's going to compare uh, to it because we are looking into spending eternity with God and uh, where I just imagine the day when we will be in, in, in eternity, how... Uh, we would be somehow proud of ourselves for making choice of following Jesus. And at the same time, uh, it does indicate as element of, of application is, is that, of course, John and uh, James uh, would have not been wrong in uh, continuing to work with their father as, as fishermen. But an element of uh, of application here is that they align their priority with the priority of God, and so discipleship is also aligning our priority with the priority of of God. And sometimes we can be so stubborn; it's like we want to follow our own priority, but the priority of of Jesus, the priority of God's kingdom is much more important. And God knows that when we align our priority with his priority, it's only a blessing because he knows us, because he knows our situation, and he understands, and he is loving. And, um, and so they renounce, and they align their priority with the priority of of Jesus, and then Jesus starts to transform them. Jesus starts to disciple them, like taking them from being fisher of fish to become fisher of, of men. And so it was a life of learning. And in that process, we see that Jesus um, uh, has named uh, John and James sons of thunder. There's a lot of interpretation into that. What does that mean? Is that because they have a very fierce character? 
uh, is that what, what, what it means? Or is it something actually Jesus naming them as uh, a sort of prophecy or a sort of calling as to what they are going to become uh, uh, in the calling that they, they, they have received? The Bible is not explicit about it. But uh, we have uh, other cases of Jesus uh, actually giving name, for example, to Peter as a rock. Uh, even though uh, Peter doesn't look anything like a rock, but uh, Jesus knew uh, what, what he, he was doing. So possibly Sons of Thunder is Jesus' intention to see uh, what the sons of, of Zebedee can become. It's probably Jesus looking at the potential that is in them. And uh, in, the, in the Jewish traditions, um, Giving name is not simply uh, finding a cool nickname. It's, it's more than that. It has something to do with the life that the person is, is living. It has something to do with the calling um, of the persons. And so be, because of that discipleship process, John and James, or James and, and his brother, they are going to become... Uh, people of the inner circle of, of Jesus. And uh, Jesus has his, his disciple, and he trained them, and he equipped them, and he prepared them to be fisher of men. But James and John, they had the privilege of really being the, close, the closest to, uh, to Jesus, and they, they have experienced some of the things that they the disciple uh, didn't have the, the, the privilege. And so, um, for example, when uh, Jesus uh, wanted to resurrect the, the daughter of Jairus, he didn't want to take anyone else uh, with them except uh, James and John and Peter, those who are, who are close to him. They experienced that. And when Jesus wanted to give them the glimpse of what is it to be in, a, in, a, in paradise, in the presence of God, the transfiguration as, as we know, James and John, they have that, that opportunity, that, that privilege. They also experienced the agony of, of Jesus at Gethsemane uh, when Jesus was about the, to experience the cross. Uh, Jesus invited those, those, those three so that they can have that. Even though they've given up, even though it, it was more renouncing of their business, Jesus also understands that and he, he gives them some more privilege for them to, rea- to realize, actually. when Imagine at the transfiguration, it's like, wow, this is so good, let's let's pitch some tents here. We don't want to move away from it. And this is how much wonderful the kingdom of God can be like. Like you imagine, you imagine them during the transfiguration when they were in the presence of God. Do you think that they're going to be thinking about fish and chips? It's like, let's, let's stay here forever. But again, Jesus is going to tell them, no, the kingdom of God is not about being simply selfish. We need to be out there so that what you're experiencing, some other people can, can experience as well.
So they, they had uh, that privilege of uh, seeing those things that the other disciple uh, did not see. And this would explain how dedicated they became because they know what uh, Jesus invited them into. Becoming a Christian, becoming uh, a disciple of Jesus is that we are invited into something which is far, far bigger than who we are. And these this men, what, what they knew was just Galilee and then Bethsaida, all the villages around fish. This, this is their world. They, they didn't know anything else. And then Jesus started talking, start talking to them about the kingdom of God. Jerusalem, Judea, unto the ends of the earth. Probably in their life, they've never had something to do with the end of the earth. They never thought there's going to be something with the end of the earth. But Jesus has taken them. Like It's something bigger than you. So when we become the disciple of Jesus, we are invited into something that's bigger than us. And then there are three, um, there are uh, two uh, incidents. When we talk about disciples, there is so much we can say, but we have to be selective in um, what, what we, uh, we can mention. There are two incidents, this is the third point, uh, the two incidents of discipleship or two opportunities of disciples is um, when a Jesus and a disciple uh, were going through uh, Samaria and this is the last day of Jesus from, from the cross and Jesus sent his disciple to go and, and prepare for a place and through the Samaritan and they refused to get accommodation from, from the Samaritan. And then James and John's like, Jesus, do you want us to invite fire from heaven and consume them? This is their, re- the, 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 their reactions. Because they deny, uh, the Samaritan have denied accommodation to Jesus and his, his crew. And uh, the typical reactions of um, James and John is asking Jesus, Jesus, do you want us to... Uh, Send fire from heaven. Jesus is the creator, right? He wants he want to send fire. He doesn't need them. Jesus can, can do it himself. But um, they thought that they can assist Jesus a bit. And, and the, the Bible says that Jesus rebuked them. And um, rebuke basically means that uh, Jesus tell them, you are wrong. And um, let's reflect a bit of, of that expression, rebukes. Like, who get up in the morning is like, okay, I'm looking forward to be rebuked today. <laughs> right? We, we don't like, we don't like being told off. But as disciple of Jesus, rebuke is part of us being disciple. In fact, Christianity somehow is a response to a rebuke. He said, the gospel is that saying that the life that you're living without Jesus is wrong. And that you need to change and align your life with the principles of the kingdom of God. And so we respond to it. We respond to the rebuke of the gospel. And so for us as disciples of Jesus, rebuke is not actually a, a bad thing. And so Jesus sees that, that opportunity to correct them. He says, 
kingdom of God is not all about responding with violence. And we can have the time temptation for us as well as believers to respond to opposition with, with violence. It's like if we, we, we look at the case of terrorism today, and so sometimes it's a very fierce attack on Christians. And Cameroon, uh, my country, being border with Nigeria, is being attacked regularly by uh, the terrorist group Boko Haram. And sometimes they intentionally target churches and they burn uh, um, uh, people alive. And I've known uh, some of some of the church leaders that I've, I've met who have been burned. And the temptation is as is for Christianity, for Christians to come together and then organize a crusade against other religions and a response with violence. You know, we're not free from that temptation. But during those times, we need to stop and listen to Jesus' rebuke. It's not about invoking uh, fire from heaven. It's about grace. It's about showing them uh, the love of what the kingdom of God is about. And the, the, the other opportunity that they have for, uh, for uh, discipleship is they request us, Jesus, when you are now sitting on your throne, can we be, uh, my brother be on the right hand and then me in, 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 your, in your left hand. And this was even enforced by their mother. And Jesus, again, used that opportunity to teach them what discipleship is about. It's discipleship is not uh, having a position, but discipleship is about em- emptying yourself in love to serve others. It's not about the, dis- uh, the position that for you to be on the right or in, in the left. It's to be servant. Is to be collaborator, to collaborate, rather than wanting to be the prime minister. You 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 want to be a collaborator. Basically, they wanted to be prime minister A, prime minister B. This this is what they wanted to be in. In the name. it those shows that they are very dedicated to the kingdom of God, but on on a wrong way. And then Jesus used those opportunity to to teach them. And then uh, the, the end of the, their lives, we saw uh, James, because of his, his dedications, he was beheaded by King Herod. Um, and uh, he couldn't, uh, James couldn't uh, shake because of his faith. And he was so strong because he knew what, what the kingdom of God. And um, during the early persecution of the church, he was beheaded. And um, his brother John, we've, we've already learned through other series uh, how he, his life uh, was ended. And um, he, uh, first he was it, in, in, in Rome, it says that he was thrown in boiling oil and apparently he escaped alive. And uh, he was sent into exile in Patmos where he uh, uh, wrote uh, the book of Revelations. And... Um, Possibly, there's no clarity as where he died, but possibly he died in Ephesus uh, as an old man um, after everything that he experienced uh, with Jesus, and he was uh, possibly the church leader in um, 
in Ephesus. So these are the fishermen that uh, accept to follow Jesus despite the, uh, the challenges. And uh, I would like to, to really end with, um, with John uh, in a sense that John was known as uh, the disciple of love. And uh, most of his writings, uh, the Gospels and the Epistles, and uh, we see that the theme of love is so much present in, in, in his writing. He's known as uh, the disciple of love. Tradition indicates that um, uh, when, uh, when Jesus died, uh, he's, he's, he's taken the, the mother of Jesus and look after Mary, the mother of Jesus, as his own mother. And this would show very much uh, his character, his loving character, his caring character that um, comes up, that uh, reveals through uh, his, his writing, uh, known for his love. And to finish, uh, I would like to say that each one of us is actually known by, uh, by something, by a grace, which is a blessing. To, to other people. Each one of us, God, God has given us uh, that grace uh, where people experience it. They, gr- they grateful to God for that thing in your life, which is a, a blessing to them. And so I would like maybe to break a bit of tradition in, in a sense that to finish uh, a bit more interactively, to have a sort of interaction is... Um, let let take a couple of minutes and to reflect on uh, what is it in someone's life that is a blessing to you. It's, it's like John has been known as a disciple of of love, and so you probably know know someone someone in here. Maybe uh, they they known for their hospitality, or they known for their gentleness, or they known for their their faith. Uh, let's let's take three or four minutes and then to to actually encourage each other by maybe walking to someone and, and this in your life is is really a, a blessing to me and and I am grateful to God because I've known this part part of you so uh, let's let's take take a minute and then move about. Um, yeah, I said I'm going to break the tradition, so if you're quiet and, and that, so try to move to, to someone. Uh, or, or you can, in your heart, uh, you can uh, pray for someone, uh, some character or that you've seen in someone uh, that you, you're thankful to God about. But uh, it would be very good to go to, Jonathan, I like your faith. Uh, my, my son, he actually yesterday went and skydived. Jumping from, I don't know how, I would never try that. But uh, so he's courageous. He has stamina more than I do. And so I would like to affirm it. So let's take a couple of minutes to do that, and then I'll finish with prayer. Because uh, the grace of God is is so much evident uh, in here. We can spend the rest of the afternoon uh, doing this. uh, But... We have to uh, bring a closure to it, but I would like to encourage to encourage.
us really actually to uh, keep doing this is not to stop because it's, it's done here in the church if something in your heart and you actually want to communicate that to someone else please uh, find a time to do it and I'll finish with prayer Jesus we want to thank you for your word and I thank you for uh, choosing us to be your disciple and to uh, be those who would extend ourselves into uh, other people's lives like we learn with uh, James and John. And Lord, um, thank you for your grace in our life. And Lord, we pray that you would use the grace, your grace in us to be blessings to others. In Jesus' name, amen.